Oh my god, Jesus, Brandon! Oh, this fing Dr. Pepper everywhere! I'm sorry. Look at this! Look at this shit! I'm sorry. How many is it? That's so many balls of Dr. Pepper. I, I'm, I mean, this is just this week. I threw away the ones from last week. There's got to be at least 47 bottles of Dr. Pepper in there. I mean, it's diet. Okay, so 47 diets probably equal about, what, 24 regular? No, because there's no sugar in this. There's zero sugar in the diet? Yeah, there's zero sugar in the diet. I don't care. It's not healthy. It's not, it's not good. It's not healthy. I don't, I don't like it. I, don't th I think you, need, you got a problem. Can we clean this shit up over here? That's not my job. That's your job that right now. That is your job right now. Clean, I want clean up all this Dr. Pepper. Dr. I'm not doing it. You do it or you fail? Do it? Yeah, we will give you a failing grade. It's the summer. I'm not even supposed to be here. Yeah, summer school. Summer school. Yeah, you didn't get enough credits last time. You guys are assholes. I don't care. Welcome to Game Genies. I'm your host, Brandon. D Dennis, the Sony fanboys added. Wait, wait, tell them who you are first. Oh, my name's Ryan. Don't fuck up my, my thing. All right. Dennis, the Sony fanboys added again. He's, uh, what he's he arguing now? with us. What do you do now? He said that uh, PlayStation 5 is the only true next gen console because it has Ratchet and Clank on it. What? He's fucking, he's fucking stupid. We, we, used to, we used to call him Dingleberry Dennis. You know why? Because he always had dingleberries yeah. hanging out? Yeah, he'd poop in his pants and was like, leave it. And then we're, like, I think we didn't notice, even though Did we he really smelled do that? it. Yeah, on the bus and shit. Gross. Anyway, um, yeah, Dingleberry Dennis. That's his fucking nickname. Um, whatever. Anyway, I'm just saying that that just happened. So he's, he thinks that only PlayStation is a next gen console. Uh, speaking of next gen, we have a we have a, some good show, uh, some additional E3 news this week. Because additional E3 news. Well, because last week we didn't have all of the E3 conferences and everything like that. So right now. We have a little bit more to add to it. By the time we recorded it last we week. We recorded early last week. Yes, because... We uh, had some things to do. Yeah. Uh, we went to the... Since the they last heard us, we went to two soccer matches. Yep. We went to the U.S. Women's National Team. Here in Austin, we went to the first Austin FC game. Yep. Big deals. Um... But yeah, so we're getting the gaming wars now. Or? No, we're not getting the gaming wars now. We're gonna get. We're gonna talk to the fans. Talk to talk to our, our listeners about things. If you haven't done so, go I, ahead. And I thought we were gonna reverse the show this week. We're, we're gonna start with trivia, then do gaming no. wars, then do tip of the tops, then explain to fans what the show's about. No, why would we do that? That's fucking Cajun. I don't know. It just seemed like an idea. Stupid. Um, if you haven't already done so, like, subscribe on all the podcast liking things. You can also find us on social media: uh, Facebook, Instagram. Tweet tweets at Game Genies Cast. You can find us on our website www.gamegeniescast.com. Um, Speaking of that website, we'll be posting uh, the results from round three since we'll be finishing up round three today. Yeah, um, uh, there uh, later tonight or tomorrow. So we're finishing up E three and round three. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, what you no, should no, call no. this episode? Oh, uh, what you should call it? The threefer. Stupid. Also, you didn't. You interrupted my way. I was gonna do a little. Why don't you say like three fast? Shut three the furnace. fuck up. Do 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 do. They're fun loving guys and they're hanging around. They talk about video games. They're walking the town. Everyone knows their name. They're Brandon and Ryan is playing games. Game genius podcast. I like our actual intro song. Better. Yeah. Can you give them? Uh, can you tell them what this podcast is about if they've never heard us before? Which would is you, doubtful at this point. Well, yeah. What would you like us to do? What would you like me to do? Um, just wing it. No, you're, I'm supposed to drop some motherfucking knowledge on the genies, bitch asses. Fucking dickhead. Game Genies is your chance to get an in-depth look at the industry's most up-to-date news. We provide analysis on all topics from the gaming landscape to give you, the gamers, some insight that you might not have had otherwise. We also um, have words for you if you do have the insights already. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Well, um... Was that was not it? good? No, that not was that. fine. I'm just saying... I'm trying to think. Um, I asked Halth Thou Dia 
to Melissa just now. You know what her response was? What? Forsooth twist bettern yestermorrow. What are y'all doing? <laughs> I don't fucking know. You're I was the asking, one who did it, though. Well, how thou dia is like, how's your day going, right? You understand that. Is it? I mean, it's kind of. And then her saying, forsooth twist bettern yestermorrow. It sounds like some shit you'd have in a LARPing fucking tournament. Like some shit you'd say, right? Like layer? Is that what... I thought it's LARPing. Like layer? What is layer? It's from uh, Role Models. Okay. Well, either way, I, I get what she's saying. She's trying to say it's better than yesterday. That's a weird way of saying it. Well, either way. Um, so, if you, I don't know. We got, we, got, we got some good shit to talk about this week. Um, so, there's about 26 additional things I wanted to cover. Uh, 25, actually, because this card just says TH. I, don't, I think I was drunk when I wrote that one. It just says TH. Like, I tried deleting it, and it wouldn't let me, but now I'm going to delete this. Wait, just delete that one. God, right? so stupid. Can I just delete that? It won't let me. Can I just delete this one? Don't delete the whole card. I'm afraid it's going to delete the whole card. I'm not going to do that. Um, okay, whatever. Let's get on to the fucking additional E3 stuff. Can we do that? I mean, it's up to you. <sighs> Fine. Um, this is our tip of the tops, machine gun, fast pace. What the fuck happened? You know what? Actually, before we get to this, let me talk. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me talk. 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 You can talk. Okay. Jesus. We've had a pretty good couple weeks based on the fact that, like, we haven't seen Galoob. We pushed his ass back in the cartridge once we found out he let that Fox guys out, dude. But, like, well, he ain't even fucked with us. I think he's. I think scared. his power is gone when Galoob's gone. That's, That's my theory. That's my working theory. That's smart. I like that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I think he's all, uh, all talk, no, sh- no show. And we have a show. So we are the ones that show. You know what I mean? No, I don't understand. So, like, he doesn't have a podcast. Okay. Um, let's get on to Tip of the Tots. Machine Gun Fast Pace. What the fuck happened uh, in video game news over the last week, specifically in E3? Ryan, hit me with that beanbag ball sack music. All right, let's get into it. All right, so... Uh, First, what do we have? So, we didn't get to cover... Because we had so much to cover last week. We didn't get to cover the PC gaming show or the future game show. If future game show... I, I don't th- understand what future game show is. Aren't all these future games? Yes, that's just another show. But, like, it's always hosted by... Uh, what's his name? The guy that does Joel's voice. And he did fucking Cooper's voice or Booker's voice from... Uh, Bosch Infinite. Joel McHale? No. No. He did host the Video Game Awards one year. And it was embarrassing. But, uh... No, um, god damn it, future game show. So, uh, what the fuck is his name? I, I know it, it's like the back of my fucking... Ooh. You want me to ask the dogs? No. Tr- Troy Baker, and then Laura Bailey also. Troy Baker, he's like one of the most famous know, fucking... I don't know who that is. Ugh, idiot. Uh, voice actors. Anyway, uh, so this started last year as part of the Summer Games Fest. And I actually like it a lot, though. It's... it's it, there are, it's nothing but futuristic games, right? No, it just it shows games, shows off games that you wouldn't see in other conferences, and so I appreciate it. I actually I listen a whole lot of stuff from the future games. I know you listen way too much. Well, no, other, this isn't just future games. This is future games plus miscellaneous shit that I saw. It's way too much you listed. Whatever, fuck off. Um, okay, so we'll start with the PC game show though. There's a couple things. They, actually, this show has gotten a lot better over the last few years too. I don't know if you remember, but like, PC game show used to be garbage. It is longer. It's typically like two well, to three so hours. So the problem with it is there's too many, de- like there's there's not a PC developer to run it. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? There's no one well, but, who is But they have PC. like a host now. Uh-huh. I know, but like, so it's hard to coordinate what games are we showing at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because most PC games come out for consoles Well, too. I mean, PC Gamer is what runs it. I know, but... The website. But my point is, like, there's no central figure like there is for Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, like, PC gamers, who, I I think, who but, decides? But, but, that but, but that's a that's a magazine. I'm talking about there's no publisher yeah. or console. Yeah, I know. That's why. I get it. That's why. Great. That's why. Fuck off. All right. Uh, also, you could argue that most Microsoft stuff is both PC and Xbox. So. Great. Okay, so... The Naraka Blade Point is a BR third-person ninja game. It looks pretty badass. What is it? A BR third-person ninja game. So when you say third-person, do you mean like old Ninja Gaiden, where it's like side-scrolling? You think third-person side-scrolling? That's 2D. This is third-person view. But it doesn't say 3D. 
Well, and I didn't think nin- I had to specify have, a third ninja person. in there. I put ninja in there because it's a ninja game. Right. So is it like Ninja Gaiden? Look it up. How about you look it up? How about you Google it real quick and then you can see what the fuck the fuck Just continue on with the description. No, I mean, it looks really fucking cool. I mean, I only copy down the games that looked worth the fuck. But I mean, if you look at some of the like screenshots. What? What? Don't fucking start that shit today. Don't start that shit. Look at what it looks like. This is what it looks like. That's not 2D. I didn't say it was 2D. I said said it was like Ninja Gaiden. There was a 3D Ninja Gaiden. No, you said it was like the, the Nintendo one. Also, I never even said any of that. I never said Ninja Gaiden. I just put Ninja Game. I'm pretty sure you said that. Well, it's pretty all right. Ryan, uh, can you roll it back? No, he's not rolling it back because I know I didn't say it. Ryan, roll it back. Ninja Gaiden. Fuck off. That's not what I said. Okay. That's bullshit. All right, next up, uh, they showed some more Dying Light 2. What's Dying Light? You know what Dying Light is. You, play, you didn't play the first one? It's like zombies and monsters, but like it's mainly parkour. And you have a base, and there's safe spaces, but no, like, I didn't know this. At night, the zombies and shit gets way more powerful, and like the monsters that are like that crazy cool. as fuck come out, and you get better loot at night if you take them down. All right, I'll play that. It looks really cool. And so there's I'll a play the first. More- well, I haven't played the first one. Have you played the first one? Yeah, me and Dennis played. Uh, co- it's co-op. It's oh! great. It's fucking. I would play it again. I would get. I would get the group together and play. I think it's up to four. Either way, though, uh, yeah, the parkour elements are great. Of it, it's been delayed some. I think COVID like definitely caused some delay. But then others, other reasons as well. But either way, it looks cool. Um, there, you can still there's no vehicles in the game. But you can traverse the city like very quickly based on like. I, don't know, I think you can like fucking, um, what do you call it? What do you yeah like a little you glide down or like you know, like little wires and shit. I've been wondering why I couldn't hear you and like my plug is fucked up. Well, you should get that fixed. <laughs> I think I fixed it. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, anyway, um, Dying Light 2, it comes out December 7th, which I kind of like. I like that real estate. That's, I'm, I'm cool with it. It's in December. Not just I'm okay everything. with it. I'm I mean, not cool with it, but I'm okay with it. Fine. Next up, uh, Orts Must Die 3. We didn't finish the second one. We played the first two levels and then stopped. It's a fun game, too. Well, well, this we, one looks great. You re-download that, right? Or, well, we need to get you a new computer. Yeah, then I'll, I'll download. Yeah, so well, this comes out. So it came out on Stadia last year, I believe. But it was Stadia exclusive. That's right. Now it's coming out. Everywhere, July 23rd. So that's exciting. Or we should play die. that. We yeah. should play that. It's a fun we game. We should play that. I like it. We should it. play that. Okay. We should, play, we should beat the second one first. We beat All the right. first. Did you and I beat the first I one? Beat, but you couldn't play co-op on the first one. Oh, that's right. All right. Uh, then there's Limus Gate, which is a FPS turn-based strategy game with 25-second intervals. What is that? Oh, okay. I see. So, yeah. It, I mean, uh, it looked cool. I'm not. This is not necessarily my type of game, but... um. Yeah, it, I mean, the gameplay and everything looks cool, but 25-second intervals is, like, interesting to me. Yeah. So, I don't know, look it up. They're, it's actually coming out for, I think, consoles as well. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, like, I don't know, futuristic-y looking, but not. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Um, did I already mention the fact that they officially announced that Time Splitters is coming back? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I... Could, sorry, this gave me a vibe of Times Square. It's just like, I don't know why, but some of the screenshots. Okay, so that's something if you're into, you know, turn-based strategy stuff. But it's also, again, um, FPS. All right, then there's Ixion, and I just wrote trippy-ass space game. Uh-huh. Is it Ixion? Ixion? I don't it's, know. It's I-X- it's a trippy-ass space game. I-O-N. That, I, all I wrote was trippy-ass space game. Oh, Apparently, Axion is, in Greek mythology, king of the Lepiths, the most ancient tribe of Thessaly. That's where the name comes from, just so you know. Um, but yeah, it looked like a trippy-ass space game. The trailer for it... It looks like there's a series. What do you mean? What do you mean a series? Like, it was really just cinematic. Oh, never mind. No, there's a Japanese series that also used the name Ixion. Well, so it looks like... I don't know. It's, it's a narrative management game. Okay. Yeah, it's about like leaving so it's a the city world. management game set on a space station. So yeah, you pretty it's much like Sim City on a space station. You left the world because the, you let the world go to shit. So that's why you're on a space station. Yeah, I mean, what's if you're into like management games like that, you would like it. Yeah, you're you're yeah. So it also looks like it's a little bit like. Um, FTL as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah get okay. some FTL vibes from and, it. And so at the end of the trailer, though, it counts down from ten because it's going to be this like launch, right? Watch the yeah. uh, watch my screen. So it's counting down. Everybody's all cheering, shit like that. 
And then all of a sudden, um, you see some shit happen, and it's like, oh, shit. There's like a moon, and it just like fucking something hit it. And now there's like the fucking moons falling into the fucking atmosphere. I don't know. It's trippy as shit. Huh. So anyway, yeah, it's coming down in 2022. That's all I have. As I mean, it was a cinematic trailer, so there wasn't a lot of game. It didn't show gameplay mo- or much if they did. Um, okay. Um, next up, we have... What's this game called, Brandon? It's called Far Changing Tides. Um, it's an action-adventure game. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a ve- vehicle adventure driven uh, by an emotional story, is what it said. So it's atmospheric. It kind of reminds me... There was a game that came... I mean, like... There was a far game that came out like before. I don't think it's the same one. There's like a, a either a sequel or it's a fucking maybe. I I just never. Remember. I'm pretty sure the first one came out a while ago. But like you're on a ship and you it's just 2D and you just go from one place to another though. That's badass. It was pretty cool. I want. I'm almost positive there was a far game that wasn't this one, Changing Tides. That was, um, unless I'm going fucking crazy. I I just know I saw this game like a long time ago, so it might have been a different one. I don't fucking know. Um. Anyway, that's coming soon. Uh, next, Killing Floor 2. Do you remember the Killing Floor? I It's always been on my wish list. I've never purchased it. Well, the sequel is out as of yesterday. It came out on the 22nd of June. Huh? So that's okay. <coughs> yeah. Uh, and, and that kind of summed up what I have for the PC gaming show. And there's a lot of stuff, but that was, those are the ones that are the highlights for me. I'm excited about like a few of those games. All right, the I Ike's Ike's Ixion, I think it's Ixion. That's how you say it. Um, that one looks probably the most interesting to me, but I'm curious to see like what. Yeah, I'm trying up. to get this extension to work to where it'll actually open it in Steam, so I can add it to my wish list, but it won't. Well, well I'm sorry. Um, okay, so next we have um, future game show and miscellaneous stuff. Um, first. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Monkey won. I talked to Monkey. He wanted me to talk about Advance Wars for Switch because that was something that we didn't cover last week. He's really into Advance Wars. I don't know a lot about it, but he said I've it's never great. even heard of it. So it's a turn-based strategy game. Uh, it was originally for the Game Boy Advanced, but I mean, I guess it's coming to Switch. Um, okay. It's a uh, Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp. Um, he says it's really good. Uh, I mean, I'm not. He 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 swears by it like it's great. Um, it looks fine. I mean, it looks kind of cool. Like you, you, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not super into this stuff. But I mean, watching the trailer now, it does look cool. You like capture points and stuff like that. It's like one versus another. There's like two teams. Like is it orange and blue, or maybe it's supposed to be red and blue? They look fucking orange to me. Well, there's like green. Okay, either way. Um, yeah, I don't know. It looks. I mean, they definitely redid all the graphics and stuff for Switch. So, um, but yeah, apparently the first Advance Wars and Advance Wars Two Black Hole Rising campaigns are coming to one, uh, and it's available this December. I, I had to get that out there because he made me promise I would fucking talk about it. Um, anyway, all right. Uh, so, but I mean, I get there's my multiplayer. There's different units, terrain, battle systems, stuff like that. So, I got are. I got different units too. <laughs> What does that mean? Is that a penis joke? Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm, I'm sucking so much ass right now. It's because I haven't done this yet. Hold on. Why did you wait to do that until just now? I just You told- normally make a screwdriver a lot sooner than this. I fucking hate you. Here we go. Let's pop that pussy. can't say that. You can't say that. Uh, I think I just did. What are you going to do? Have Ryan bleep it out? Pour one out for my homies. Was that was that from last week that you just poured yep. out? Ugh. No, Brandon. I just rinsed this. He thought like that a couple of drops would stay in this cup for a week. Also, I rinsed it last week. I just re-rinsed it though before the fucking. Just people know I'm cleanly with my fucking things I drink out of. Oh, one, although one time I left orange juice here for like. A week, and I came back to it, and it was just like through the cup away. Yeah, it was through the cup away because it was just like it was. It would become one with the cup. Anyway, okay, let me make my fucking mimosa real quick, and then we can get on to slime ran- slime rancher. Can we talk about this book? What book? Tried to suck my own dick. What the fuck? That's the book you're looking at. 
So God Amazon? Goddamn close. That's what it says. Was this? Is this wait, it says goddamn close? Yep. Where? Based on an inspirational inspirational true story. It's by Brat Warntor. Warnto. Tr- tried to suck my own dick and got close. <laughs> goddamn close. Goddamn close. Well, that's weird. It's a real book. I didn't claim it wasn't. We're, okay, this is new champagne that I'm doing, and so we will see if it's actually worth the fuck. Also, I think they gave me less than this bottle. No, it's not. It's probably the same amount. Um, it doesn't smell as good as the shitty champagne I usually drink, so we will see. But when you mix enough OJ in it, it's fine. Am I right, Bryn? Yeah, you're right. When you're right, you're right. When you're wrong, you ain't right. Okay, now I can get back to my fucking, the task at hand, which is future game show. Slime Rancher, first one I fucking took notice of. Um, by this point, the booze had started really kicking in because we're about four hours into me watching video games uh, last weekend. Four hours. So this is the fourth hour. So Slime Rancher is a first-person life simulation adventure game developed, published by American indie studio Monomi Park, and uh, it was released early access in 2016. So why are they on the telephone? Sh- why are they showing it now? Why? <laughs> why was it, wait? Why was this on it? I'm so confused. But either way, uh, hold on. There, oh, okay, okay, yeah. I see why. Slime Rancher 2. That's what it was announced. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's coming up for Series X, Windows. So uh, that's not anything for PlayStation announced right now, at least. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, it looks goofy as fuck. I mean, it's fine. Um, apparently, Beatrix Lambeau is the main character. And there's a slime sea and a rainbow island and all this other shit. Um, and you have to, like, literally, I guess, you have to wrangle up the slimes. It's fucking trippy, man. I mean, it looks kind of cool. It's, it looks kind of open-worldy. It's very bright. Why did you include this on your list? Look at this. Look at it. Look Why at did it. you include this on your list? Because I was drunk. All right. Well, all right. let's move on to the next one. Okay. Okay. Mecha Jammer. Asymmetric cyberpunk 80 sci-fi game. I at least wrote down what the fuck this one is. Um, are you a fan of Cyberpunk, Brandon? Mecha what? Mecha Jammer. Mecha Jesus? Mecha Jammer. It, see, it's, so it's asymmetric, but it looks just very detailed and cool. Like, I, I like the way the aesthetics and everything are. What do you mean by as- oh, asymmetrical? Yeah, yeah, gameplay. Okay. Um, I thought you meant asymmetrical, like, multiplayer. No, that's not what I thought. That's like Dead by Daylight. Uh, wait. That's called an asymmetrical multiplayer. Oh, okay. Because it's always one versus I see. a few. That's where it's not symmetrical. I see. But yeah, this is just a you know, sci-fi game, so it's kind of cool looking. Um, if you're into those types of gameplays. <clears throat> Did you just fart? Yep. He put his fucking leg and ass up in the air and farted right in my direction. Don't do that again. I Jesus get one. Christ. I get one. That was not... Ugh. Anyway, The Wandering Village is next. This is, you know I'm going to love this, because I put Stardew Valley on a creature. Literally, it's Stardew Valley on a giant fucking creature. Look at this shit. You literally have a whole, like, town on top of this traveling... What? Stupid. It's not stupid. It's badass. Cool. Wandering Village, Stardew Valley on a giant creature. That's what I kind of thought. I mean, mean, it's not exactly like Stardew Valley, but, like, you farm and do other stuff on this giant fucking creature. It's called... The Wandering Village. Why is that called? You know what? I bet you would wander. love. I bet you would love shit like Terraria and stuff too, where you have to build shit. And yeah, but Minecraft and all that. Melissa likes Minecraft a lot more than I do. Do you just I call it know. Minecraft or Minecraft? What if I did both? Okay. Apparently, what else look, we got? Well, look. Uh, so each, you know, on Stardew Valley, there's seasons. So I think look, look at how he like it'll travel to different terrain, which I think is almost like the seasons changing. That's fucking cool. The That's big creature. Stupid. That's badass. I want to meet that creature. I want to say hi to him. Anyway, uh, the Wandering Village. Uh, next up, we have Esports Boxing Club. Over like 200 and something boxers. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be like Fight Night? So I saw the gameplay, and it looks kind of like Fight Night, but more of the third-person mode, not the first-person mode. But it looks like it plays a lot like Fight Night. So that's what I was, I was excited about. If you look at the screenshots, see, look at this. Like, it plays with the third-person Fight Night. Um, you want to see actual video? Is Conor McGregor in it? He might be, because technically he is a botcher. I hope that Jake Paul and, and, and uh, 
What's Logan, the other one? Paul. Logan Paul are in it so I can beat the fuck out of them. Um, but look, you can see, uh, show us some of the, so yeah, they actually did like motion capture, so it's very detailed, but show some of the, yeah, show some of the gameplay. Look at this shit. It totally reminds me of fucking Fight Night. Oh my God, I'm showing you this. And you looked away right whenever the hit happened. Watch. See? Even slows mo slows down like slow motion shit. So I don't know. I mean, it's not EA making it, so it's whatever, but it's the best we have for combat. I mean, it's the best we have. What do you what do you think about it? I mean, it looks interesting. It looks good. Like the graphics don't look terrible at all. And like it's alpha footage right now that they're showing, but I'm just happy to have a new boxing game because the MMA games are too fucking complicated. They're too much. They're just too fucking complicated. So, um, but I don't know. I'm excited about it. You can literally have like any boxer from any era fight another boxer. But yeah, it's um, coming in 2021 early access to Windows and then it's coming to consoles either later this year or early 2020. All right. Okay. So are you excited about it? I mean, I'll play it. Is it free to play? No, motherfucker. It's probably a game you have to pay for. People make need to make money off of shit. I Jesus. won't play it then. Yeah, you wouldn't, would you? You fucking... I just said I wouldn't. You, you, you fucking... You, you fuck. Uh, the Lake. Remember Lake? Or not even The Lake. It's just called Lake. It's the uh, Postal Service game. I thought it was Lake Out. No, it's not Lake Out. It's Lake. Out, 9-1. So I've been waiting... This, to play this game it's, it's a, very, a postal service simulator pretty much um yeah so anyway I, I, it comes out September 1st I'm just excited we finally have a release date I mean it's I've talked about this game a lot on this podcast over the last year I mean it just seems like a very chill fucking game and sometimes you want that so um alright Pokemon Unite that was announced it is a MOBA Pokemon game Brandon's face. Tell him, what does that face look? What? It's like, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. I mean, th there's not a mobile Pokemon game, so I'm like, that's fine. I don't know if I'm going to play it, but it's a thing. If you're into Pokemon and you're into MOBAs, perfect. How do they unite, though, if you're playing one of them only? You play a bunch, I think. Okay. It looks all right. Um, I'm, it comes out soon. I think it comes out in like July or some shit. So it, it's more of an indie type of game, I believe. Anyway, okay, then <coughs> next up we have Severed Steel, which is a lot like Super Hot. I knew that was going to get your attention. Yeah, look at the trailer. Literally, it plays just like Super Hot, but I don't think it's like, sh I think it's full levels, not just like short mini levels like Super Hot is. Super Hot. Like, literally, they just took the fucking, um, look at this shit. It's Super Hot. I don't know if time moves the way it does, but like, literally, the gameplay is like John Wick slash Super Hot. So, I don't know. It looks cool enough. Um... It definitely has like the slow motion aspects and shit. So, yeah, yeah, this looks—it's very cool, stylized art and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then um, I only want to talk about this next game because somebody mentioned it to me and I looked it up and I was like, "What the fuck?" Chernobyl Light comes out this summer. It is literally a stalker ripoff. They even say you're a stalker in it. What? Uh huh. What? And it looks not good. It does not look nearly as good as Stalker. Right? Stalker was showed last week, and then this comes out, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Um, I just wanted to... It's, it's one word, Chernobylite, by okay. the way. Okay. It's a survival video game, though, so that's more like the uh, island or... Okay. I mean, I'm just not saying it's exactly like, more but like I mean, that. they're definitely trying to like, it is, release it first. No, it says survival horror game. I mean, because it's like creatures and shit. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm telling you, when I watched the trailer, I was just like, wow, this looks like fucking Stalker. The game's map was developed by 3D scans of the Chernobyl Exclusion Zone, though. I mean, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Either way, I don't... I'm not saying it's a bad game, but it's just... It's, it is a bad game. Yeah, I don't want to play it. All right, what else? Harold Halibut. I remember seeing this game. Walter and Gromit-style game. Okay. Yeah, so literally every every character, they did a claymation like move, like figure of them then they 3d scanned those figures and made them into animations for the game and like did you know motion capture for it but it literally looks like walter and gromit style fucking art for the whole game it looks pretty cool i'm just saying like that's interesting they literally made every single model every single like um even background you see they made out of claymation and they just 3d scanned it which is cool hmm. um then there's ollie ollie world which is a 2d skate game which is interesting i've never thought of a 2d skate game before but 
we don't have many of those, so cool. I feel like the skate genre is coming back a little bit over the last year or so. Yeah, it seems to be. And like it streams sports in general. But yeah, it's called Ole Ole World. Ole Ole World. Or is I think it Ole 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 World? Whatever. Dickhead. I don't fucking. I don't fucking care. Uh, all right, Two Point Campus. You ever played Two Point Hospital? No. It is a management game, kind of like this, like kind of like SimCity a little bit, but you're managing a hospital and it's like kind of goofy and stuff. Well, Two Point Campus comes out next year, and it's literally you create your own university. Okay. So you have different classes, but they're like goofy as shit. So. Like, weird shit. Like, you'll have, like, a dinosaur class. I don't know. Actual fucking dinosaurs and stuff. Um, so, that's cool. It's maybe the same developers. Um, I'm excited about that. Two Point Campus is on Game Pass, also, if y'all want to check it out. Or, sorry, Two Point Hospital, the first one. Um, and then... So, what's good about it? Like, what do you like about Two Point Hospital? The, it's a management game, and it's goofy. I just, but what do you like said, about it? I like the characters. Who's your favorite character? There's not specific characters. There's like, there's a doctor and he's goofy looking. He does, oh, I'm going to use a chainsaw on your fucking leg. Okay. Um, we're going to move to eight at spots now. We're almost done. Um, I hope so because we're taking off. forever on this. All right. Hellblade 2. They did, so Xbox had their, their additional hour long, like kind of, uh, you know, showcase or whatever. Uh, they mentioned Hellblade 2. So I don't release date or anything like that, but I mean, it's moving forward it's progressing i'm cool with them taking their time with it so not only it so that way it's a great game is what i'm trying to say um then they announced custom xbox controllers which is live now you can go on the website and literally customize all different types of colors for xbox one controllers you could always done xbox it for xbox one sorry xbox one X. god damn if i can fucking talk xbox series x what i was trying to say was they have already done made it live it was already like went live last year for the xbox one controllers but now you can do it for any Ooh. I know. I don't know how much they cost. I just wish they were um, elites. I know. I I wish they would. I thought they were going to announce an elite 3.0 this year, but they haven't done it. What color would I want? I know. There's a whole lot. You can change the buttons. You can map. It's badass. Um, So if you get a chance, check out the custom Xbox controllers. Um, Then there is the Anacrusis, which is uh, aliens attacking in the 60s and 70s, and every time is different depending on how well you do. Okay. So I guess it's, you want to say a little bit roguelike, I guess? Yeah, it sounds a little bit um, roguelike. But I like the art style. I love the idea of like alien invasions in the 60s and 70s because those 60s and 70s like alien invasion movies were always badass. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, so it's a first person shooter. But I mean, look, it's got this, just the aesthetics and everything. They're like, very 60s, 70s, um, which is cool. Uh, I don't think it has a release date yet, but obviously it's coming to Game Pass. Uh, it's co op FPS, so. Cool. Uh, they had more info on Stalker and Halo Infinite, so that was cool. I mean, it was just more discussions with the developers and gameplay and all that stuff. Um, and then that's cool. that's cool. Yeah, and so that was that was the main things from that. There wasn't a whole lot, but uh, then they had a look at the Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life on Sunday. So which that was you've like, played? We'll get into that. In, have you played it? Uh, no, because it came out yesterday. I I didn't play it yesterday. I thought you played yesterday. No. That was two days ago. Yeah, you were playing days. it in preparation. Yes, yes. Cause, so it's cool. Like, every time it's a big event, kind of like on WoW they do it, Like the area is there, and you can go like, see, but it's like a pre-area. So before they did Reaper's Hideout, you could like go there, and it was a small island, and then it got bigger. So there was a small island of the Isle of the Damned or whatever that we went to the yeah. other day. But anyway, um, Pirate's Life is live now. Uh, I'm going to check it out. I'll give you impressions later next week because uh, we're definitely going to play it today. But uh, yeah, it has a whole new campaign, five main missions. It has checkpoints. Um, there's new creatures. There's new weapons. There's like it's pretty much the biggest update they've done yeah. on Sea of Thieves. I want to play it. I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to play it today because I got a lot of work to do after this. But we'll that's see. fine. I mean, worst case, we'll play. I want to play it though. Yeah, yeah. Well, so um, and then the only, the last thing I want to say about E3 as we now sunned of everything because I mean last week's episode was called like a mediocre E3 or some show like that. Uh, and so my thing is... For good reason. Yeah. And so Monkey actually brought up a very, very good point that I wanted to touch. Which is a first for him. Yeah. I mean, because usually... Uh, oh, he's, well, he's gotten, he's gotten all Hollywood now. He's gotten in his own head because he thinks he's going to be... Because he's, he's the, in the game Yeah, now. the lead of this game. He's like the lead character. Ooh, great. Nobody fucking cares, Monkey. Um, no one but, gives a shit about no. you. No one fucking cares. No one cares. You're sick. Josh, no one fucking cares. You're sick. I don't think you're allowed to call him by that name. I don't think he gives a shit. It's just his first name. I'm not telling her by his last name. 
Anyway, well, Monkey Man celebrated his birthday, and he had a, a stream. Um, it was two weekends ago. I did not attend. Wow. Well, he gave me a thrashing for it. He was like, you know, you, you didn't you didn't come to my to my birthday stream. You know what I told him? Don't have it on a Saturday. I got shits to do's. That is true. I'm a busy boy. I'm a busy... Okay. Anyway, he fucking told me about why E3 kind of was lackluster this year. And it was because... Uh, let's, let's hear this bullshit excuse. That's, it, made a lot of, it made a lot of sense. So, the thing is, last year, we would have thought, because that was, you know, COVID. That was the COVID year of uh, E3, essentially. Well, and they didn't even have E3. It was, it was just Summer Games Fest with a bunch of different showcases. Summer Game Fest! And so, last year, though, all the games we saw... Oh, I just bit my tongue. God damn it. Oh, now you're fucked, dude. All the games we saw and all the games that were announced were games that were already going to be announced prior to COVID. Well, they start planning out announcements like that months ahead of time, you know, like announcement trailers and stuff like that. So all the stuff we saw last year was technically pre-COVID. All the stuff we're seeing this year is the um, response to COVID. Right, because p- developers, if you don't, I mean, we talked about this at some point in the podcast, but like, you know, they have to download gigabytes worth of builds because they have to have the debug build to work with Yep. in order just to test. Whereas before they have like dedicated servers doing that. So it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder to, to develop a game remotely. Yeah. No, I think so. Um, so there, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much, that that makes sense though. That's why E3 this year was kind of lackluster. Um, and then also he, he, won, he said that now the bar is lower because of COVID. But well, I mean, like next year should be much better. Yeah, it better be. It better be better. Because pe- I, b- I would think that like companies and developers are starting to actually go back and motion capture is, imp- I mean, you obviously have to be there in person for that. So I think a lot of that stuff has started to return to normalcy. So yeah, hopefully next year is better. I just want a good E3, which is, you know, maybe next year I'm planning on going. I mean, I've got to admit it's getting better. Don't do some stupid fucking song. Is that what you're doing? Getting better all the time. Yep. Um, and then one last thing for tip of the tops, not E3 related. It's not often that we announce um, breaking news on the podcast, but breaking news, John go. McAfee is, was found dead in his prison cell after um, announcement that he was going to be extradited to the United States. No, he wasn't, was he? Yeah. I literally just got an alert on my phone. Well, yeah. So what was the deal with him? Like, they didn't want to... Well, so he was the guy who, who made McAfee Did he, like, kill some people, though? What? He killed some people. I don't remember if he killed people. It was like, like, there's a whole shit. documentary on it that's fucking nuts. But what happened though? He was supposed to get extradited. He was facing event? charges. Um, he he, um, but they were going to extradite him to the United States. He was arrested in Spain in October after being indicted in the United States for tax evasion months earlier. He allegedly filed to, failed to file taxes for four years, despite earning millions in income between 2014 and 2018. Um, from promoting cyber cryptocurrencies, consulting work, other things. Um, so yeah, so um, yeah, he's he has died. <laughs> well, good riddance. Um, no, no, they. So you're thinking of in Belize where he was living. They wanted to question him in relation to his neighbor's death. They oh, thought yeah, he yeah. killed his neighbor. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, and he claims that he did not. Like, there's a whole documentary on it that's fucking nuts. He's a crazy dude. Uh, well, I mean, not anymore. He was a crazy dude. Yeah. So, yeah, so John McAfee, uh, dead at age, I don't know, 75. 75. Okay. Well, he did all right then. Breaking news. I mean, it won't be breaking by the time you hear this, but. No, like, they'll be like, well, I haven't heard that shit, like, last week. That's some old shit. Let's move on to the next shit. Next shit. I mean, whatever. Anyway. He seemed like he wasn't a nice guy, so fuck him. All right. Okay. So, oh, didn't he try to run for president? He did try to run for president, I believe. Or he at least talked about it. Crazy. Okay. All right. So, um, so yes. Sorry to end tip at the top. It's not a downer, but... I don't really give it... I don't think it's necessarily a downer. It's just a, a more of a, okay, great, let's move on. Anyway, well, he's dead. Time to move on to our next segment, which is Corn Gaming. Ryan, hit us with the Corn Gaming music. Gaming. 
All right, we got to go quick with this because we still got, got gaming nothing. wars. I got nothing. You so. didn't play anything? No, no, I mean, no you well, played Sea of Because we, well, because we'll, yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Maybe because I, we, we have probably about 30 minutes of gaming wars and we're 40 minutes into the episode. Well, I played Warzone. Great. I played Warzone. We got first a lot. I played Sea of Thieves. I already mentioned I went to the Isle of the Damned, but... Cool. I'll give him Ryan, hit us with that Gaming Wars music. Great. I'm dying. Help me. Okay, Game Wars, round three. Let's do it. Well, I talked about it last week. It's your turn to, to list it off. Oh, my God. Do you remember Do you remember what our uh, criteria is? You read the criteria because I always read the Replayability, criteria. graphics for the era, and lasting impact and influence. We're starting with the 90s. Let's go, Ryan. Okay. Let's go. Shut the fuck up, dickhead. Let me go. Hold on. It's loading, you fucking dickhead. Let me load it. All right, we have. Are you sure we're doing the nineties? Yeah, we're doing the nineties. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Uh, first up is Ocarina of Time or Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, fuck me. These are good games. Replayability. Um. So you can do more after the game on both, right? Or no, I think it just it just ends in Ocarina of Time. I mean, technically it ends on Final Fantasy VII, but you just save a save game before you go to the end. So it's long... Final Fantasy VII's a longer game, for sure. Yeah. And there's a lot more to do. A lot more end-game type stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, they, back in the day, they didn't really have that much. So, I mean, that's a big deal, I guess. Yeah. Um, Ogre in Time's still amazing, but like I think replayability has to go to Final Fantasy VII. I've, I've replayed both of them over the years, but Same. the one I've gone through and actually beaten all the way through multiple times is Final Fantasy VII. Okay, which is surprising because that's a longer game. It is, but... So, okay, yeah. I'm going to say replayability goes to Final Fantasy VII then. Yeah, and if they were making a... Um, if they were making a remake of Ocarina of Time, I wouldn't be that excited about it, whereas I'm really excited about a remake of... Was was really excited about a remake of Final Fantasy VII, so... There you go. All right, Although that's... Sorry, that's that's moving on to... Let's talk about that next. No, no, let's talk about graphics for the oh era. Oh, my God. Graphics, okay, graphics for, the, for era. the era. They were both amazing. Um, I remember Final, Final Fantasy VII was the very first 3D uh, Final Fantasy game. Yeah, that's true. Um, it also... But it was sort of fake 3D, which frustrated me at times. I like that they had like the pre-rendered backgrounds. Well, no, but it would frustrate me because you wouldn't know where to go. Oh, you're right. You're right. Ocarina of Time was fully 3D. Yeah. And looked really fucking good. Yeah, I mean, they both look good, but I'm trying to think, like... Well, so, Final Fantasy VII tried to go for a more realistic on the background look, whereas Ocarina of Time, everything was in the same, like, It was, like, yeah, cartoon. Well, because it was all rendered backgrounds instead of pre-rendered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to go with Ocarina on time on this. All right, I'll go with Ocarina. That's fine. Lasting impact and influence. Um, I mean, both are great, but here's the thing. Final Fantasy VII put Final Fantasy on the map globally, I feel, a lot more. I mean, it was already pretty popular, but it, it made it its yeah. own. Like, there's, it's the most popular Final Fantasy game to ever come out. And, like, that specific game, like, there was only one sequel to Ocarina of Time, which was Majora's Mask. Yeah. There has been m countless sequels, spinoffs, and movies. The other thing was, with Ocarina of Time, there, like, time travel was not new to Zelda. Link to the Past was, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the sort of original thing that did that. Well, and Zelda was already, a f like, a known franchise by that yeah. point, too. Um. Well, I, also, I mean, I it definitely helped the N64 a lot. Well, I should say, N64 on the map. I mentioned Final Fantasy VII is the first 3D Final Fantasy. It was Ocarina of Time was the first 3D Zelda game. Yeah. Um, but no, I think Final Fantasy VII wins the, the it just cultural. Has way more. It has more cultural of an, a more cultural impact than Ocarina of Time specifically. All right. So, okay. yeah. So, Final Fantasy VII wins that one. Next up, we have Half-Life versus Doom. God so it's funny. It. These these are good. Here's the God thing: because Ocarina of Time and Final Fantasy VII, it makes sense for them to match up because they're kind of 
you can say they're kind of similar types of RPG games to a certain extent. Whereas yep. both of these ones are first-person shooters. Yeah, it's, it just happened to work out that way. Yeah, but so we're talking about the original Doom and the original Half-Life. Yeah. So what's your replayability? I mean, I used to play Doom all the time over and over again, but that was also because it was like the first of its time to do what yeah. it did. Half-Life... Half-Life, they, they, it's so replayable, though, that they made Black Mesa. Like, another yeah. company redid it in the Source Engine, so that way the graphics looked good, but it was still the original game. Yeah, agreed. And I played through the entire game of that recently. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I mean... In Half-Life, the, the story is That's what good. I was going to say. You want to replay it for the story. We're doomed. You don't even, I mean, you know kind of the story, but it's, like, very loosely based in there. Yeah. Um, so I guess I give it to Half-Life because... Of the story itself, mainly. Yeah. I mean, because they're both replayable, but the story gives it a bit of a boost. Yep. Uh, graphics for the era. I mean, Doom was the, the one of the first... It was the second, but I mean, it was still the same developer that created pretty much but the FPS genre. It, it made it made the graphics of it look really good for that time period. I mean, I remember like, the fire and everything effects were badass. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it the was... Explosions, like all, all of it looked really fucking good for, for the era. And then Half Life, though, also for the era was like not super- as much. Not the first one as much. Second one for sure. The second one for sure. But the first one, I don't feel like it was. I feel like the, the graphics goes to Doom. I think Doom was much more yeah, for the time. For the for time, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I give it to Doom. Uh, lasting cultural impact and influence. So here's the thing: this is hard as fuck too because Doom has had movies, has had like everyone knows what Doom is. Also, it's had a resurgence since the 2016 version of doom um whereas half-life is still a like has a great cultural following but i bet if you ask gamers coming up nowadays they don't fucking know what half-life is they never played other than like that the half-life 3 is vaporware yeah exactly that's another thing it's like it's because of gabe newell never fucking coming out with a third half-life that like it's not had the lasting impact that it could have had but still, I mean, if you're a gamer that has ever played or knows... But everyone cares series. about... Like, if Half-Life... If a new Half-Life title was announced tomorrow, well, everyone insane. would be fucking flipping shit. With that, when Alex got announced, everyone was flipping shit. Yeah. I wish you're right. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. Uh, do we... Is this a tie? Yeah, I guess. I would say it's a tie. So who do All we right, call? hold on. Who are we calling? We calling Rick Big Dick? Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Hey, Rick. Hey. How's Hi, going? Rick. We uh we have another tiebreaker for you. <laughs> All right. What do you got? We got Doom, the original Doom versus the original Half Life. Hmm. I feel like I finished Half Life and I didn't finish Doom, so I got to give it to Half Life. All right, Half Life it is. All right. He's talking about the original, right? He knows. Yeah, you, this is the original, not not Half Life Two. No, yeah, and Doom. Yeah. Oh, and the original Doom. Yes. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, I assume it's first Doom, first Half Life. Yep. Yeah. No, he's still going with still going with Half Life. All right. Yep. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Rick. No problem. All right. Bye. All right. Half Life wins. Half Life. I'm okay with that. I mean, I would have been okay with either or. Yeah, either of those are good. (sighs) Fuck. That means Final Fantasy VII versus Half Life next week. Damn. Cray cray. All right, so only one more. So we have the finalists for each decade except for the 2010s, which, which is, is what, what we're doing now. Yeah. So, all right, for 2010s, we have first up Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Bioshock Infinite. Fuck me. I know. So, all right, uh, let's do what? Replayability? Replayability. I mean, both like end, very, I mean, the same thing as like with Final Fantasy VII and Ocarina of Time. Both end. But there's still, I don't know. Like there's this co- there's a little, there's a lot more of a cohesive story in Bioshock Infinite versus more open worldness to Breath yeah. of the Wild. And with Breath of the Wild, you can literally go fight Calamity Ganon right off the bat and technically win. Yeah, and not know anything else about the story. Yeah, exactly. Um, or you can be a completionist and never finish it because you're hours into it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I so Bioshock Infinite is one of the best campaigns I've ever played so like I feel it replayability I've played it twice and I can see myself playing it again I don't feel like I would ever play Breath of the Wild twice right which is probably why I would play the game a lot yeah but I wouldn't play it twice again agreed yeah yeah, agreed 
So I think because of that, I mean, because Bioshock's, I think, like a 15, 20 hour campaign. Yeah, which that has, that skews a little bit because of that, but. Yeah, but um, yes, I, I would give replayability to, to Infinite. Bioshock okay. Infinite. What's next? Next is graphics for the era. Um, okay, well, so unfortunately, Breath of the Wild's on the Switch, which is a lot less capable. But, but it's, it, it looks, looks great. fucking it looks amazing. amazing. Like, but, artistically, the way Breath of the Wild looks is very, like, awesome looking. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. Bioshock Infinite looks good, but it looks as good as every other game that came out for that genre. I disagree with that because... Let me see if I can find it. Like when you first walk in, I don't know, man. Like that, can I, can I get a fucking better? I mean, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. Like the overall art direction looks good, but like Breath of the Wild is like iconic in a lot of ways. All right, fine. If you want to, I think I'm going to give it to Breath of the Wild myself. What about you? Um, yeah, that's fine. Well, I mean, you can pick Bioshock Infinite. That's fine. No, I'll give it to I'll give it to fucking. Um, Graphics. Breath of the Wild? Yeah, give it to Breath of the Wild. Cultural impact and legacy. This is a lot harder for the 2010 games, right? Yeah. we haven't really seen fully. Well, I will say that... Um, Both are going to have sequels of some kind. Well, but like that's the last one the main guy that created Bioshock will ever work on. Oh, he said he's not working on it anymore? No, he's not working on it anymore. Like, that was his final... Uh, you know, Ken, Levine, Ken Levine, that was his final... like goodbye to and it, but here's the thing though like it first of all it also tied everything to the original which is cool right so it brings back like at that point it brought what is that 10 rapture years? yeah but i mean it was like 10 years since the first game i think i think it's more than that because um, it came out in 2013 i can't remember when Bios- maybe Bioshock one came out no it was less than everyone shit their pants when the new bio or the new breath of the wild sequel was announced yeah, I mean, because it's going to be a... Oops, shit. This is going to be a sequel to it, so that's cool. Also, the first open-world Zelda game, really. Like, as open-world as it was, where you can literally do anything in any order and it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because you couldn't do that with Ocarina at time. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, but I just think that, like, yeah, when they well, when they announce a Bioshock sequel, though, everyone's going to flip shit. So. God, this is a tough one. I think I got to give it to Bioshock. Maybe because, like, it's more that it tied the entire story of the old games together. Well, that, but how, what does that have to do with lasting impact? Because that, that literally means, like, you have a complete story there. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, technically, so did Breath of the Wild. I mean, because it tied into its own story. But, I mean, it didn't. No, it tied all the Zeldas together. Did it, though? Like, that's what thing. It's, it, like, you could kind of say it did, but you can also say it didn't. Yeah. Because that, that Calamity shit was not, like, Cleaning Game was only on this type of Zelda game. Yeah, but it all had to do with like certain things happening and certain timelines existing and stuff like that. Like there's a really cool graphic that tells you where all the Zelda games fit in the timeline. I mean, that's cool. And you you learn in this game that all the links are sec- technically the same link. <clears throat> yeah, it's just reborn. Yeah. All right. Which one are you going with? You're well, going with Bioshock? Bioshock? Yeah, that's fine. I'm going with Bioshock. God damn it. What are you all butter because there's no more Legend of Zelda's? There still is. In the, the 80s. Oh, shit. God damn, how many Legend of Zelda's fucking are there? there yeah, there were three in, in this. Jesus. But I think, I, I'm just debating, is this a tie, or do I think Bioshock Infinite is actually better? You know, I'm just going to defer to you. I, I can't make a decision, so I'm going to defer to you. All right, I'm going to go with Bioshock. Okay. What's well, the number five is. seed? I mean, Zelda Breath of the Wild was number one seed on this bracket. I expected Breath of the Wild to take this one. To be honest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, we got Skyrim. Oh, this is fucking hard. Versus Fallout New Vegas. Two amazing RPGs. Let's go. Ve- with the, Let's on the go. same engine. Let's go. Replayability. Um, Which one's a shorter campaign? Fallout, Fallout New, Vegas? New Vegas. That's what I thought. So, like, but, but I've also, I've replayed fucking Skyrim so many times. Me too. But also, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a tie for this. I think it's a tie for replayability. They're I both think, pretty much yeah. the same type of game. Yeah, this, have the this same type of replayability. Graphics for the era. I mean, it has to go to Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim the dragons, was amazing. Like, the dragons, because the 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 era is not that far off. No, they're not. And you know, Fallout New Vegas, while it looked good, didn't do anything amazing. Right? Did this come out in 08, Fallout New Vegas, or was it? Or was it 09? I think it was 09. Okay, so two year difference, but yeah. 
There's a big difference in. Wait, this put the. Granted, there's mods for both. Yeah. That you can make it look better, but just the Skyrim is amazing looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, you find yourself just looking up at the sky in Skyrim and just being like, God yeah, damn, yeah. that looks fucking I good. I mean, there's so much great stuff about Skyrim. Yeah. So I think okay. Skyrim wins, wins the graphics. Cultural influence and impact. This is also fucking difficult. Maybe because they come up with a Skyrim for every goddamn generation that's come out so far. Yeah. I think because of that, Skyrim maybe has a slight edge. Because the thing, we've never revisited any of the stuff from New Vegas. That's I mean, because they won't. The stuff from New Vegas was technically a revisit of stuff from Fallout 1 and 2. For so, in some Yeah, because some it regards. was the original creators. Well, and it was like NCR was in yeah, yeah. was in Fallout 1 and 2. And so here's the thing though, like but as far as a I mean, the Fallout New Vegas is a cult classic. To, like it just is will continue to be because it's the only Obsidian game in the Fallout series. Yeah. But I think Skyrim still still got a little bit ahead Skyrim's of it. Skyrim's just a fucking amazing game. Yeah. Fuck. Think, I mean, there's Skyrim. So Skyrim's a great game. I don't know if Elder Scrolls 6 can live up to Skyrim. So it's number five and number six. Oh, goddamn. Bioshock was, or Fallout was number fucking 15 on it. Yeah, it, it, it pushed ahead further than I expected it to go. It beat out God of War. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Okay. So now All we right. have the finalists for each decade, and it's going to be. 80s is going to be. Yeah. Legend of Zelda and Super Mario. God, that's two iconic games. Yep. 90s. Fall of 87 and Half-Life. Again, two iconic games. Next. Good list. Okay. Uh, 2000s. Yep. Bioshock and Counter-Strike. Oh, Bioshock 1. I didn't know that went all that way. Yeah. Fuck me. And then next. Bioshock Infinite and Skyrim. Fuck. Well. Two Bioshocks in, in the, in the Elite Eight. Yeah. That's wow. fucking nuts. No, just one Zelda. I really thought Breath of the Wild was going to beat Bioshock Infinite. If it, I mean, those are two amazing games of the last 10 years. They're probably my top five for that decade for sure. And like probably top three, I'd say. Both of those games in the top three. Yeah. So, it was mean, just, it was, it was tough for them to go against each other. Yeah. All right. You ready to figure out what our ranking criteria is going to be for the Elite Eight? Okay. Is it three only again? Yeah, it's still just going to be three. Okay. What is it? Gameplay. I like that. Difficulty. Ooh. Replayability. Uh, can we not have difficulty? Because I feel like a lot of these are going to be the same difficulty. Because like, the modern games are all like... You want to ask the computer for a different one? I want to ask the computer for a different one. I'm fine with replayability. Story. Okay, that's great. I love that. Because a lot of these games are story-driven. Counter-Strike's going to have a tough time with that, though. Oh, fuck. What's that going up against? Bioshock 1? Yeah. That's the only one that would have a problem, though, right? I mean, comparatively, yeah. Do we want to ask again? Yeah, I feel like that's just not fair for Counter-Strike. All right, ask again. Multiplayer and competition. They're definitely not that. That's <laughs> the opposite now. <laughs> I like story. Now let's keep let's let's keep let's keep story. I'm gonna come. I'm there gonna is a story for Counter Strike. I'm gonna find the story of Counter Strike. There's a story for Counter Strike. We're gonna find it. And we're gonna it's give a weak it. one, but it's. I mean, it still has two other options to possibly pull ahead of Bioshock. Yeah, no, you're right. And replayability is a big one. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Even if that one ties, we have a tiebreaker. Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. All right. I'm excited about that. I mean, I'm excited about story because there's so much about these finalists of the games, the final eight that... um. Have eight. we done story before? Was no. story in any of them? I don't think so. I don't remember it being... So, well, yeah, well, the only thing that we didn't have then was story and multiplayer before this. Oh, we did on two. Round, or round oh, two. we did on round one? Round two. Round two? I don't then remember What's that. the other one we didn't do? I don't know. Multiplayer and competition. Um. Do we, oh, we didn't do gameplay before. This is our first time with gameplay. Oh, okay. That's exciting. All right. Um, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Uh, yeah. So Elite Eight next week. We're going to do all four of them next week. So yep. that's going to be uh, fun and interesting. Let's do some video game trivia. Ooh, shit. Here, Here we go. go. Brandon got one up on me last week. So oh, I hate this. 
I wish I wanted to give you this one and then I would have fucked. All right. Which former Gears of War studio is the developer for the 2017 game Fortnite Battle Royale? Epic. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. In Hellblade, Sinua's sacrifice, Sinua embarks on her quest to save Dylan's soul from which goddess? Oh, fuck me. So it's Greek. I mean, no, sorry, it's not Greek. It's Norse. I don't know why I said Greek. It's Norse gods. It's a goddess. I know. I don't know any Norse goddesses. Hell. 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 <laughs> what are you saying? Can you say it louder? Helena? What? Helena? No. Give me a hint. Uh, it's the goddess of death. Wasn't that the fucking villain on Ragnarok? Zeus. No. No, not Suter. That's a guy. I'm talking about her, the Kate Blanchett's character. I don't know. Was it? I don't remember her name, though. Hell. I know it starts with an H. Fuck. Huh. You just keep mumbling. Stop yeah. mumbling. Just say a word. Hella? Yeah. It was Hella. Really? Yeah. Is it really that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got it. Yeah. I, I said Helena at first, and I was like, I don't think that's right. I was like, God damn, that's actually really close. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't. Okay, good, good, good. All right, what's my first question? Oh, your second question. Oh, you yeah, got, second you got question. the first one. Yeah, yeah I got the first one. I'm glad I got that one because I would have fallen behind. Uh, with names shared with typefaces used for their speech bubbles, what are the skeleton duo and Undertale called? <laughs> have you played Undertale? No, I don't Fred, even know what Fred it is. loves that game. Comic Sans? Close. Sans Serif? Oh, because it's typefaces. I see what you're saying. Um, no, you did just get both. You didn't even let, you, let me. Oh give no, no, you, give me a hint. Sorry, give me a hint. You first. just guessed two. No, it's fine though. It's fine. Give me a hint. Um, one of those was right. One of those words. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you already guessed two. I'll get. You, I guess I'll let you guess a third one. No, I would have guessed Sans Serif as okay. my second one. Paprius and Sans. Oh, because there are two different typefaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh damn. In Life is Strange, protagonist Max Caulfield is a student of which subject at Black Aca Blackwell Academy? Fuck. History. No. Uh, your hint is it's a type of art. Ooh. A type of art? What the fuck? So not art, obviously, but like a type of art. Well, more specific than art. Specific. Which subject? Ooh. I'm going to say drawing. <laughs> Do you think there's a subject called oh, drawing? Oh, is that a subject? Uh, you uh, want to have one more guess? Because this will be your third guess that you have banked. No. You don't? No, because I'm going to fuck it up. What was it? Photography. Fuck me. I wouldn't have guessed that. God damn it. It's annoying. All right. Well, we're still tied up. We each got one that time. We're not tied up. I'm one ahead of you. Well, no, I meant like... Oh, I, yes. Tied up today. Yep. Yep. So I got eight. Brandon has seven. Fuck me. Well, the good news is... Oh, by the way, Fred had, Fred had a, a suggestion. Do you remember that suggestion for these trivia? Oh, what was it? To like Google it or have like a phone a friend or oh, something. Yeah, we each have a lifeline. Once a month, we have a lifeline or something. And you could like Google it or um, phone a friend. You can't pull the audience. That doesn't make any sense. Um, it's a dumb idea, and that's all I want to say about it. Thank you, Fred. Uh, yeah, it's a very stupid idea. You're a fucking moron for thinking that, Fred. It's a stupid, stupid idea. Um, very, Enjoy very your dumb. time. Enjoy your fucking... Your, your flaccid penis. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your time, too. Genies. Keep on... Keep on keeping on. Keep on... Keep, keep on listening to our podcast because we really enjoy talking to you and I hope you enjoy listening to us. Good night and have fun. What the fuck? Time. Just leave. We're done with y'all. Goodbye. I got shit to do.
You thought I was gone. I was just biding my time. <laughs> All the cards are in place. Time to see who goes first.